Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Reader Copy Podcast for Wednesday, March 22nd. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. Hope you guys are doing grand. Uh, happy to see your faces here, huh? Where? <laughs> happy happy the, that you made it. Happy that you, you arrived. Happy Google Maps and just the right place to our to our podcast. Google Maps has um, usually, I'd say 99% of the time, it's great. Yeah. I, I'm reliant. You know me. I'm yeah. so reliant on Google Maps. Like I'm, I get lost so easily. Yeah. You still use it for places we've gone to millions of times. I, I use it for how to get home. Yeah. From a place we've been to. Yeah. I do that intentionally and I, I know how to get home, but Google Maps points you to the fastest way to get home. Which is continue, always the right way. No. Which is always the same way. It takes in traffic. It takes okay. in traffic All into right. account. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. Um, okay. We were using it on our way to something I'll talk about later. Oh. And um, typically to get there, it's like an hour, 45 to two hours drive. Yeah. Yeah. Where we're going. And this time it said like two and a half hours. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be right. I checked like 20 minutes before we left and it said like the typical time and it just jumped up. And then we got to the freeway. It was like dead stop. It was. And I was like, there's got to be another way. And every other route I looked at was either longer or like the same or like worse, like a lot worse. And I was like, if I didn't have Google Maps and I, I, I reached this point, which I saw a lot of people do, I would try to exit. Right. Yeah. And go like the back road or something. But because Google Maps still says this is the fastest way, we, we stayed that route. Yes, that's why Google Maps. I, I think it's like the new, um, like like Google's basically another god in <laughs> today's standards. It's like it just serves every purpose for us. It gets you everywhere. You know, I think it's it's a new thing. Like the like the new gods. Okay, All like right. in DC. <laughs> All right. Well, what is Chat GPT then? Is that <laughs> yeah? That's that's the topic we're going to talk about today. But I think it's just like technology is like bumping us every aspect of our lives. It's what a mm-hmm. time to be alive. Drake said it first, you know. I think um, which which I know where you've seen the title of the comic we're doing today. Yeah. But which do you think is more likely we're headed into that future? Or like the Matrix future, oh. which they're pretty much the same, but for what happens to people. It, it, so this, it's a fun thing to think about. Mm-hmm. It's either the future is like what you know what Terminator is going to be, yeah. or it's it's the past. We're already living in the Matrix. It's the present, basically. Oh. That's a big question. Are we in a simulation now? We're all wearing Meta Oculus uh, Pros. We've been, yeah, wearing like uh, Oculus 150, you know, version. Right. Already jacked in, and we don't even know it. Mm. So, in the Matrix, they were using people as batteries, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think other people provide more energy than others? It has to be. Don't you? Th- we're not uh, batteries made from a factory, right? So, so the battery is just um, it's just your body electricity, right? I don't know. Is that not, that's how the Matrix works? Yeah, right. Because right? we do pr- pr- produce some like it's like we use electricity in our brains, but I mean it's like so brain activity feeds electricity to the AI? Is that what they're doing? I guess so. Like, yeah, the electricity, uh, it would have to be a different form because I don't believe the electricity thing. Well, that's why they did it, right? Yeah. To farm our, because then they're like, why do you need people still? And it's like, because it's like an endless source of electricity. And I don't, buy that at all like that doesn't make, make sense <laughs> science wise no yeah. way it's got to be like some type of other form like i believe our 
maybe our uh, I don't know our organs create more electricity or so a, a different form of energy. I mean, like okay. I, I believe more in like our our the gas we fart out <laughs> performs yeah, okay. more energy, you know. <laughs> and at this table, different people form more energy than others. <laughs> Okay, so if the ma- who do you think would win? We're talking Keanu Reeves Matrix? Yeah. Keanu Reeves John Wick or Keanu Reeves Johnny Mnemonic? Johnny? I never seen Johnny Mnemonic. Which in all three movies he's named John, did you know that? I did not really. I think so. Is it all the same character? It kind of is. It very well could be, right? Yeah. Uh, well, what is Johnny Mnemonic? Is he's like So, a- um, do you remember the movie Transporter? Yeah, okay. What does that have to do? Is it like So that? essentially he is delivering something, right? Um uh, to another whatever I think this is just a boilerplate um, plot, right? Yeah, it's an action movie, right? Or no? It's an action movie. Oh. So, um, but what he has to deliver is information. Okay. And I don't know why they can't just email it, but... Because it's the, it's the what, 80s, super 90s? Yeah, but in, it's, it takes place in the cyberpunk style future. Oh, it's not uh, real. Li- <laughs> it's not real life. It's not no, like realistic. I no, don't it's know. very fe- like he wore a suit, but people had like I don't know like laser guns and stuff. When you say Johnny Mnemonic, I have n- nothing jumps in my head. I don't know what the the movie's like at all. Like it's really, really just a blank slate. It's almost like um, you gotta like you gotta watch it to appreciate like Jeez. the Matrix and John Wick. What? No, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the prototype for that. What are you talking? Really? So essentially, they gotta he's this black market whatever mob gang has to has some information they want to send to another group or whatever i forget exactly the details but like you know they can't just send it they don't want it to fall in the wrong hands so they need a delivery person to protect it right that delivery person is johnny mnemonic it's keanu reeves and why do they call him that is that his actual last name that's his last name mnemonic oh my god i don't because i don't know if he's like 100 human because he stores the information in his brain like it's uploaded into his brain so no one knows it he knows it though i don't know if he knows it or if it's like stored in his brain just like he's like a thumb drive right you're saying he's like a he's like a hard drive yeah transport okay but also like he's good at killing because like if people are trying to try to get that information they're going to come after him so that's why they use him because it's like a job now in the future can I guess something? Is this like a total recall thing where it's like his his life's actually all fake? It's a blood bloodshot. Like I don't think all, so. It sounds like it would be that. It would end up there. Yeah, it's, not? it's in the same era, same like uh, style of sci-fi. Yeah, okay. not maybe not as good. Like it's. <laughs> I think someone had this, I knew someone had this on Laserdisc. What in? In the 90s, 80s, 90s. Laserdisc, that's a future thing. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck is Laserdisc? You know what Laserdisc is? It's like a laser disco. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> a Laserdisc is like a CD for movies, but it was the size of a vinyl record. So imagine a CD that's the size of like a large pizza. And do you put it like, is it like a DVD player? Where yeah. You, a giant, it, yep. sucks it up in there. Right. It's yeah. not like a vinyl where it plays on the outside. No, no, no. You put it in, you insert it into the CD slot, but it's like the size of, you know, proportionally sized for a laser disc. And man, then you watch that sweet, sweet 480p. 480p. <laughs> wow. They made him that long? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's what Johnny Mnemonic is. Okay. That's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> Another cool thing though, is he had this, imagine like ribbon. Okay. So, so mm-hmm. you know, in like the Olympics, there's like a ribbon dance kind of thing. Yeah. So imagine <laughs> what does this have to do with anything? Imagine that, right? Like it's a thin rectangle thin like ribbon thing, right? But that is a laser. Uh what? So he would does whip it get straight or oh he would whip that around and anyone caught in between that would be sliced in half. You're saying like how a lightsaber is like a sword, it's yeah. like a whip is a laser. But it's thin like a like a 
sheet of paper, like like a ribbon. Like, I don't know what, a, like tassels on the end of a bike. And you toss it around and it cuts people open and stuff? Yeah, but he would like whip it around really fast. And then it'd be like, and then everyone around him was like cut in half. Okay. okay. So it's like an Indiana Jones future type thing. Yeah, but then it would shrink down. Like it would retract down to like like this little pebble. Okay. Okay. It sounds like he's like playing with measuring tape. as like an right. eight-year-old. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, like that. And like... Yeah, okay. There you go. All right. Uh, this sounds fun. It sounds like they were just like playing around, like just come up with a toy to. I mean, eat. it was serious. It's a serious movie. It's a serious movie. <laughs> is it? Is <laughs> I want to go into uh, Keanu Reeves' tier list now. <laughs> Point Break. What else do we got? Point Break was a good movie. Um, I mean, there's Bill and Ted. Uh, Speed. Speed may be my number one. Would he? Even though he'd probably lose in any like fight against all the guys. I was just going to ask if there was any mission he had to do, is he the one you'd pick? Um, yeah. He's, he's good at lying. He can he's think a, on his feet. He's like a bomb guy, I think. Okay, yeah. Not necessarily the bomb guy, but I think he knows some. He, he's on he the knows squad. the guy. He's on the squad, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you, you put him in. You also get Dumb and Dumber guy. He gets looped in there. What? In, in, in speed, right? Isn't he the bomb guy? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Keanu Reeves was in Dumb and Dumber. No, 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 no. <laughs> That would be great too. You get Sandra Bullock. You get everybody. You get a whole team. Yeah, a whole bus full of people. Right. <laughs> I think John Wick's got no, uh, no, no, no traction there. But John Wick would never survive on a bus going fifty miles an hour. Yeah, he has no example of surviving in difficult situations. <laughs> they wouldn't make multiple sequels. <laughs> no, you wouldn't fill out a single chapter. <laughs> Are you excited for the the next movie? Yeah, I heard it's the best one, so I am excited for John Wick Four. Man, these people are saying like such high hopes, like the best action movie of the decade. That's like the, I mean, they have headline been going getting around. increasingly like more action packed. Yeah, so I think it's more leading into that. Like you, yeah. we know, yeah, we don't have to have a story. Is it? It's getting into Fast and Furious territory where like they're just multiplying it by two each time. Oh. The ridiculousness. Kind of, but I'm not mad at it because it's... Yeah, it's good. I th- so yeah, so I'll Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... It's not getting too cheesy, I think. It's it's like throwing a curveball and different things, like the, the tiny guys that are like two people fighting one person mm-hmm. and throwing the throwing the knives thing in the last movie was yeah. so epic. Yeah. I mean he holds like a, a handgun, but he holds it like like he's holding a rifle, like up to his eye. Like he can't see, like he needs a magnifying glass to use a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um to circle back to comics. Okay. Oh yeah. Constantine Keanu Reeves. Ooh. That is a like a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. But um I'm standing from uh well as far as him winning he yeah. does have the, the the whole like mis, ma, mystical stuff on his side yeah so yeah I, I think he could put up a fight but i think he's gonna lose in the end okay because he's not the constantine you know in the comics that's, i'm still that's true i'm that's still harping true. on that he's not the same constantine even though that's the role mm-hmm. keanu reeves wants to play the most to, to return back to yeah they won't give it to him he was trying a british accent the whole time no he was <laughs> I've seen him do another British accent in in Dracula, (laughs) which is, that's the scariest thing in the movie. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I want to watch John Wick 4 and I'll probably watch it this coming weekend. And um, probably talk about that in side stories. But uh, this is not that episode. Why don't you tell them how this show works? Here on this episode here at Reader Copy, we have three different parts. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book. And today we're doing Terminator Sector War. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories we've been watching, reading, any entertainment we've taken in this week. Let's teleport to the news. (laughs) 
So we know uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran are pretty much in charge over at DC now. That's right. Do you think there's still a place in their DC for Zack Snyder? Uh, for Zack Snyder the person or his properties? That's a, let's that's say a, that's a, let's say Zack Snyder the person, the the creator. I think he can. We can give him a movie that's kind of in his vein, and maybe the fans will gravitate towards that. But I don't know if I want to bring in his whole stuff. Like I just don't want to yeah. rope in. We're starting. We're starting anew here, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what's promised at least. Uh, again with the flash stuff i don't know so even though he was not in charge it did feel like he was in charge of that world like like when people wanted to fit stuff into dc they had to fit it into the snyderverse stuff yeah yeah snyder it was named after him right? yeah. the whole verse yeah do you think now now that he's for sure not in charge he would want to still work there like uh like you know like he has Direct to talk to up to someone like oh yeah get approval uh, I guess, you know, he had to step away from it for a bit already. They they hand him in uh, uh, to allow his cut to come out, right? Right. So there's, I, I have no idea what it's like behind the scenes, but maybe the, the ties there are not totally severed. And it sounds like there's murmurs again of possibly a return of the Snyderverse stuff. I know what he's like behind the scenes. There's a behind the scenes clip oh. of him showing Henry Cavill how to break a neck. Oh. <laughs> he's, on, he's like, you're like, Shh. <laughs> Sweet, sweet dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he leaked like this ominous, almost like warning signal footage. Very cryptic image on, or video on Twitter. It looks like a, like a incoming transmission from Darkseid himself. Yes. And it's warning for like, I think it's like end of April. Yeah. April 28, 29 and 30. So it's a three day thing, which makes me believe it's just, um, what is it called? Justice League Con? Is that what it? So it, I I thought it could be that, but it sounds like it's actually his convention, Snyder. Snyder Con. Yes. So oh. the, like he released uh, this video and then also like images of uh, Superman and in black and white and imposed on that is like the titles of the his previous movies, Zack Snyder, Justice League, uh, Man of Steel, things like that, and then those mm. dates. So everything that he created, let's just talk about that for three days. I think it's maybe like a, a viewing. Maybe a, maybe it's like a black. <laughs> a black it's like a mem- in memoriam. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like a like a display. Like a, a, a they're playing the movies, right? Maybe I'm curious if it'll be like in black and white because I know the Snyder Cut had that treatment. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. I um I think the idea of like celebrating or talking about his work and not just justice league or dc stuff even the other stuff um i wouldn't mind i would like to watch you know some panels about maybe how they created like even watchmen yeah but um does does zach snyder deserve a three-day con <laughs> if you're talking about all the directors out there that could get a convention yeah zach snyder is the fir- not the first one that comes to mind mm. and um i mean if it's a cheap one is nearby i'll go just because it's a social comic yeah. book stuff i think maybe it's like an online thing because if you're if it's a real physical thing you would have sold tickets by now i think oh yeah i guess so so I I, maybe he more did, i like have no a, idea so what's the dc like online con thing what was uh, that called yeah crap what is that dc online thing that's what it was called i think something <laughs> fandom fandom yeah fandom yeah snyder dome snyder dome yeah fan snyder fan no <laughs> Dan Snyder. Uh, that sounds like what it is. There was rumors like maybe it's a continuation of the Justice League, but in like comic book form. I'm oh. like, 
What, what's the three days then? Why Why do you need three days for that? I don't know. But this promise or like inkling of Snyderverse returning, yeah. it's got some of these fans riled up again and like pinning them, like Snyder and Gunn against each other. And like, you think uh, so? That's what people are do- doing online. I don't believe it. I have no idea what they are like in person. But yeah, I think it's just like, man, these uh, DC fans, they just what, bite at anything. What if like during, if this was it, the Snyder, Snyder, Dome, he had some actors come back to talk about experiences and it could be like Henry Cavill and he could talk about like what was his experience like oh yeah you could bring back Cyborg you yeah. could talk about his experience <laughs> and then maybe? Ben Affleck already said like I don't want any part of this new DC stuff he already said that I, uh, yeah I, the, uh, he said he's not going to direct anything at all like he's like yeah. steering clear of it right That's he only wants to do movies about making Nike shoes yeah <laughs> are you excited about that one uh, no. Really? I like Ben Damon. It seems like he just wants to do like brand movies. Like company startup movies? Yeah. <laughs> free cars and free shoes. Why not? <laughs> For <Yeah>. life. <laughs> uh, but Snyder, uh, I'm curious what he's got next. I'm not too uh, uh, intrigued by his like thief movies. There's his Netflix stuff. And the, oh, I forgot about the, the zombie movies. 300? 300. Oh, yeah. Um, didn't they already do like a Justice Con thing online? And it was just mo- mostly just like Zoom meetings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they did that with like Snyder Con with Zoom. And I think like, uh, is there like a Justice League specifically? Justice I think that Con? one it was just Justice League okay. to kind of like promote that, um, the Snyder Cut coming out. But oh. then. I guess now they could just evolve it to everything Snyder. Yeah, I believe the, so. The pretzels. <laughs> uh, Rob Schneider. <laughs> what, let me ask, which director do you want a whole con centered around? What, right. Who makes sense? Here we go. I mean, easy one would be like Tarantino. Like that would sell out a uh, real physical place. Yeah, live live uh, one. Like you go in person. Yeah. That's the one you would pick? I mean, I just think that would be the most successful the one. Huh. Because you could still have, like, you would have cosplayers there. Yeah, for sure. You would have, you know, people, several panels about people talking about. And he's only had, like, nine movies. Yeah, but he does that purposely, right? Like, Yeah, I'm just saying, like, his catalog's not huge, but there's... There, there's plenty to talk about in it. Who would you see cosplaying there? You're going to have like Kill Bill in yeah, costume, the, um, all of the different John killers. Travolta and um, Samuel Jackson. Oh, what is that? Oh, yeah. Pulp what Pulp. is that? <laughs> uh, Grease. Foxy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the most recent? Oh, uh, Hollywood. Hollywood? Oh, what's Spotted Time in Hollywood? Yeah. Yeah, you could have Bruce Lee cosplaying there. There you go. Well, what do you want to see? Uh, I would probably pick Nolan, right? I think. Okay, so what? What's his con? Sell me his con. It's all Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is just Batman. Where's the like? There's like a small little. You know when they have those little panels that's like way in the back, and there's like two people in the audience. Oh yeah, it's like Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> I've I've seen, I think I've seen as much of that movie like more than the amount of hours as it is. But I've never seen the whole movie. <laughs> I think it was like over. repeated scenes. You're just Tom like, Hardy floating around, still not landing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like more than two and a half hours or whatever. I've never finished the whole movie. You know when you go in the hallway and they have like the list of. This is the time for these panels, right? And in this room, right? Yeah. It's going to be like, um, momentum, 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 momentum. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You're going to have like uh, interstellar at the beginning of the con and the same one at the end. So. <laughs> 
I think it'll be cool because you'd get act like he has actors that repeat like come back to him right yeah. so he can he you could have a panel just with one actor and he can go through like their whole catalog specifically Nolan but his act okay Tom Hardy Killian Murphy Michael Caine Michael Caine I don't think Killian Murphy is probably like the biggest star you could get potentially and maybe not even him you think Killian Murphy is bigger than Tom Hardy you're saying you can't get Tom Hardy I'm saying you can't get Tom Hardy I'm yeah. saying you're not getting Leonardo DiCaprio yeah all right you're not getting Brad Pitt you up there uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so you're trying to be realistic about this fake con we're holding. Yeah, I'll just pick Snyder then. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if that's going to be involved in the new DCU that James Gunn is creating right now. Yeah. But what is official, Like, yeah, I, I already assumed this, but they made it official that he's not only writing the new Superman movie, but he's directing it. That's right. Superman Legacy, he's directing. Um, I wasn't 100% sold on, on him directing just because I, yeah, he's, he's a busy man. I don't want to wear him thin. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he just said like, I knew I was going to write it, but I didn't know if I had the feel to like spend two years directing it. So he stepped away, bowed out from it at first. Right. Yeah. I think it was a good move to like get the feel of everything, of the, the chair before signing up to direct anything like that, that big. Yeah. The first movie of the whole thing right do they say when this come out i think it's sooner than i thought but um i would like to see his take on superman because everything i know of him like his work i don't know if would fit for superman so uh-huh. i want to see him either force or adjust superman to make it fit in his style or show me a new style of his yeah that's kind of true i mean i think james gunn innately is kind of like raunchy and he kind of just makes yeah. it kind of he reigns that in when he does like marvel movies peacemaker is raunchy yeah so said squad sometimes is yeah and i think he leans into the humor so that when it gets to the touching side it's like a bigger contrast and you feel it more drastic yeah yeah so maybe i could see him doing that with superman still but superman is the poster boy of yeah. all of dc you don't really want that in superman like i i, I sure. don't so yeah. i don't know if he has that tone in him well, yeah, he's writing the movie he's probably got the tone down but uh i want him to not make it too dark and it being called Legacy, I think it is going to have a lot of, like, kind of like stories of his past, maybe. Oh, yeah. I think there's going to be several flashbacks. Uh, this is my guess, right? It's not an origin story, right? It's not I don't f- think so. First being Superman. We might see stuff from that. So it might be almost like a, like a, a lifetime. This is your life. So that way we can just get to the point where, like... He's established already, so we don't have to do... We just skip, like, two movies. Okay, okay. The the name Legacy fits for that kind of a movie. Right. And then, like, flashbacks even further of Krypton. And yeah. I think that he noted, like, Krypton, his parents are, like, aristocracy, while his mm. human parents are farmers. Right. You know, close to the earth. Yeah. So, those that economy of, of Superman. Yeah. I, I'm excited for it. I wonder if they could... If they offered it to anyone else and they just turned out so he just did it. Oh, that would be a bummer. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I think I, not to attack Zack Snyder, but I do want a tone shift with Superman specifically, right? Right. I and always felt like Man of Steel, Superman was too dark. Okay, yeah. I guess the most opposite you could get from Snyder is James Gunn. You think so? <laughs> Pretty different styles there. Every, everything's a joke. Can he have like a, a real zinger when he breaks Zod's neck? <laughs> <laughs> I just hope like there's like a dance intro for the theme song. I'd like that. <laughs> Would James Gunn, should he play Superman also? Is that good? <laughs> Give him every single role, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen. 
Um, I wonder if we're going to get casting news like for Superman soon because they've already said that. I'm pretty sure they said the date too, like the range. So like, um, I bet we'll get casting pretty soon. Maybe uh, San Diego Comic-Con, that could be a, a good time to announce that. That makes sense. Yeah. Something something soon. Uh, you have an idea of like what type of antagonist he would be fighting? Is this the right t- moment to introduce Luthor? Introduce Luthor? Maybe. Um, but he is like the most like played out one. Yeah. But because um, I also don't want to go too big. I was going to say Brainiac, but maybe like that's too big for like a first movie that, you know, where do you go up from that? That's right. Yeah. Maybe like a, a Mongol. Mongol. Oh, wow. That's the whole like space coming at you basically. Yeah. But maybe he like traps Superman and then he's like, okay, let, let's, while I'm monologuing, you're just going to think about your whole life. <laughs> oh, wow. Jeez. That makes sense because it's the legacy thing, right? That's that's true. Uh, maybe Bizarro type of thing where he's like, oh. he's looking at himself, the 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 broken mirror version of himself. And he's like, that's when he reflects on his whole life. So the first Superman movie, you're going to introduce his dumb clone. Yeah, because we're, you know, we're jumping. It was not the beginning <laughs> of him. We're one or two years into his story already. Is there an actor you think you would kind of envision as this new Superman? Uh a new Superman. I don't know who these young guys are that fit for a Superman. I actually don't want him to be as buff as Henry Cavill. Well, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> On the note of Henry Cavill, I have a, qu- a serious question. Yeah. If you were Henry Cavill, what would you want your fans to be called? Would you want them to be called the Cavalcade or oh. the Cavalry? <sighs> I, I thought this was a, a shower thought. I was like, this- you think about Henry Cavill exactly. in the shower a lot. <laughs> The cavalry sounds nice. Right. Yeah. I had to look at what cavalcade meant. What does it mean? It's basically the same thing as a cavalry. Oh my God. It, okay. it means like a bunch of people coming on horseback. What about the hen house? Actually, that's pretty good. But he, <laughs> he would never pick that. <laughs> they never get to pick their fan names. That's true. Huh? It's all the fans. <laughs> uh, that's my pick. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> the hen house. Um, all right, last thing on DC, the I was gonna say roster, but it's not a roster; it's a cast. That's right. For the um, Penguin series on HBO Max, it's starting to fill out now. Now, some actors we have casted, we have Theo Rossi joining the cast. Uh, this is like the Sense of Anarchy guy. I love I love this actor. Um, he was in the movie I watched with Aubrey Plaza, where she's a criminal. Emily the criminal. Emily the criminal. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like the second lead in that movie, and it, it's pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he? Is he a good actor? I, I like him. He's in other things too that I've seen. Uh, he's a he's shades. Oh, he's shades from uh, uh, Power Man. Yes. <laughs> I honestly, I think I'm racist. Gotta do a double take. It's like, is that Ghost Rider? No, it's not. No. <laughs> But I think he's a pretty good actor, um, and I, I could see him fitting in like you know a mobster style. Series. Okay, okay. I, I think I have an idea of could he possibly be uh, Harvey Dent? Could they have like a twist on the character? Mm. Would he fit for that? He he doesn't seem like automatically a criminal, but he seems like he could uh, demand presence in a room in a courtroom. I just I think you know you obviously you pick Harvey Dent, he's going to be your two face. Yeah, is that the actor you want for the movies in your as your two face? I don't know. It's a twist on the things because, you know, Harvey Dent's typically just a, a white guy, basically. Sure. Well, not, not always. Is he not? In um, Batman 89, do, do you know who played Harvey Dent? Who played Harvey Dent? No. Um, Billy D. Williams. Oh, did he? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, cool. He never became Two-Faced though, right? Uh, no. He's okay. like, you're not touching my face. <laughs> I'm not wearing that for... Put, put on makeup every day. I'm Billy D. <laughs> you don't hire Billy D. to cover this up. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Um, that, that guy, he seems pretty good. Thea Rossi. Our other cast building out is uh, for our Sophia Falcone. We have uh, Kristen Milioti. So that's the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. So I think she, it's an Italian family. I think she fits that role. Right. Maybe Falcone. She, she can be kind of a, um, maybe like the annoying daughter, but maybe she becomes like a, the mob boss, like trying to take over the rounds of the, the reins as... Carmine is in, is imprisoned, right? You'd you'd want someone in the family to try and take over is like So Carmine Falcone dies in the Batman, right? It, does he die? I thought he goes to prison. No, doesn't a Riddler kill him? Oh, okay. He was about to be uh, arrested, right? Yeah. And then he got shot. I think so, yeah. Okay. Well then yeah, that's more turmoil. Someone needs to take over <laughs> the the family or take over the crime right. in the city. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Albert Falcone, the his brother, so also the the son of Falcone. Um, played by Michael Zegan. I, I think he's just like a random actor. He's in Marvel, Miss Mabel. But that's an important character if you ever read Long Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say Long Halloween. Um, it's been a while since I've read it, but he's a, like super important in that book. Prominent character. I think he does fit for that for that character too, kind of, of a mousy of a guy. Okay. Uh, compared to everyone else. Uh, but does that, since he's such an important character in that role, do you think yeah. Penguin is kind of be similar to a Long Halloween story? I think so. I think they could incorporate clips, I was going to say clips, scenes from that story into the Penguin series. Um, And I don't know the plot or anything of the summary of the story, but the vibes I'm getting from it is like Godfather 2 vibes. For the Penguin? The series. Okay. Not necessarily like the old flashback stuff, but like the, you know, when he, um, what's the younger brother's name? Uh, Fredo. Fredo. When he like kisses Fredo. Yeah. He's like, you betrayed me and I know it scene. Yeah. I can see that. You break my heart. Yeah. You break my heart. Yeah. Sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) I can can totally see that now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It feels like more like a Sopranos vibe, like a modern modern day family of gangsters. I don't think anyone's going to see a therapist. Yeah, that's true. I guess no one's playing with ducks. Yeah. Uh yeah all right all right I could see that and like uh, penguins the the one odd man now trying to trying to take over too yeah because you know he's trying to fill that void when of course I bet like Alberto thinks like you know it's my spot to I should be the next in line it's like Succession the TV oh, show oh perfect yes right? yes it's just like Succession was trying someone's trying to get the, the the top spot yeah yeah the everyone in the family wants it I can't wait for the next season yeah you love that show it's very good it's good I just can't get uh enraptured in it as much as you um i would like to see cousin greg in the, <laughs> in the batman uh, penguin series what what could he play what villain because he's like oh six ten six eleven or something like that I, I, want, tall. I think he could play greg falcone <laughs> greg the egg falcone greg, greg the egg that sounds like a gangster name <laughs> greg the egg greg the egg you know <laughs> He just wants in. He's just hiding evidence. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Sneaking. He's basically a Batman villain. The egg. <laughs> They're all villains in that show. You know what? There is a Batman villain named Egghead. Is it Egghead? Isn't it like Humpty Dumpty or something? Or is there? No, there's Egghead from the 60... Batman oh. 60... What is it? 66? 66? Yeah. The old Adam West show. There's a villain called Egghead. Okay, what does he look like? Does he have an egg for a head or does he look like Humpty Dumpty like? No, he has an egg for a head and he wore like, I think it's like a smoke jacket, like a like oh. a Hugh Hefner. He, uh, yeah, I don't know. That I don't sounds... even know what his gimmick is. Like, 
if he's smarter or not. That sounds way more suave than I was picturing. He was not cool. Oh, okay. It's just what he had. I don't know what I could like align him to, but like, um, he was just like sn- snooty. Okay. All right. Yeah. But he had like an egg. Egg for like a smaller cone head. You know, the cone heads? Yeah. It was like that. Just an egg shaped head? Yeah. Was he like white? Like yeah. paper white? Um, Not paper white, but like, you know, makeup white. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Maybe he will be in Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll come out of Penguin. I I heard rumors that Theo Rossi is playing Egghead. <laughs> <laughs> he did have a thin mustache. Oh my Rossi. god! I think we we cracked it. We cracked. Cracked. We cracked the case. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of more egg puns. <laughs> Uh, it's all look at all these yolks. <laughs> enough, right. with, enough with the yolk. All right, let that uh, boil over. Uh, switching over the MCU now. There's rumors are resurfacing because I've heard these rumors for a while. Yeah, ancient. Yeah, um, Mephisto's entering the MCU for like the umpteenth time. So they're letting the devil into their walls, basically right. <laughs> into their home, um, and it's going to be played by Borat. <laughs> My way. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is rumored to play Mephisto in a Disney Plus like special, like um, Werewolf by Night. A uh, special presentation. Okay. And, uh, no, a stand-up special. <laughs> can you believe? <laughs> uh, I, okay. I think this uh, has some promise. Um, the Mephisto thing, stop playing with us, right? Stop playing. Yeah. Get it out there if you're going to do it or just... Uh, let these rumors die. Disney has to come up with a statement if we're not doing it. Yeah. I mean, I could see why they don't want to do it. He's the devil. <laughs> yeah. Marvel's been doing it for years. In yeah, the but comic. Disney has. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I think there is a good um, reason why this rumor is coming back up. It's because Agatha Coven of Chaos got delayed. Oh, okay. Rumors are it's not going to come out until like next year now. But um, that got delayed. And much like the Guardians holiday special, they're trying to hide that they're making the special and they're trying to hide that he's in it by filming it like inside of Agatha. Okay. Like in the set there. So um, maybe that's why it's delayed, but I don't see why it would be delayed so long. But um, for like a, I don't know, 90 minute special. Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, it sounds like if we're going to have him, it makes sense to have him in Agatha. Yeah. She's literally a witch. He's the devil. Right. It would be him. He's like, whatever, praying to. Exactly. And so to film it as special, I think that would be pretty cool though. And uh, I, I think he's that would be a big enough villain to keep secret. It's kind of fun, right? It's like yeah. a Kang level type thing. You can unwrap. So you'd, would he tied into like the darker characters, the the blades, the gotta be yeah. um, Black Knight character? Mm-hmm. You know, so. you know what's weird though is I don't know where they're getting these rumors, but I heard he's gonna have a connection to Ironheart. Huh? Yeah. How? I don't know. I have no idea why. But I mean, he in the comics, he of course tries to tempt everybody. But yeah. it just seems like a weird line to draw there. Um, Mephisto. When you think of what kind of devil he is, yeah, he's not the torturous one. No. Or he's more like the like let's do a wager or let's do a trade. Uh, let's play play a game. Yeah, and I get your soul. <laughs> yeah, like a devil with a fiddle type of thing. Right. Yeah. So I could the, he, the one whispering in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> he's on your shoulder, right? Yeah. That one. I think there's literally a comic where he's doing that to Thanos. <laughs> God. Oh, Thanos. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
but he he does that a lot with like younger characters mm-hmm. so like yeah. spider-man like right uh what's it one one more day that type of thing yeah. so an iron heart maybe that's like a replacement for that type of framework of a story including mephisto okay yeah i do like the idea of them you know i don't it's like a cost thing you film a special inside a series or movie that you're already filming to save on you know sets and you have the actors there already and it could be um, maybe like a surprise. If you don't announce it, then no one will know. And then when it drops, it's kind of like a, a nice surprise. It's a Beyonce move. What other characters would you want to see have a special like this, knowing the projects that are that are in development? Yeah. Uh, the Nova thing, is that going to come out eventually? Is that a movie or not? I've, I don't know. Yeah. All these, everyone's getting special. Oprah's giving them out. <laughs> right. uh, I don't know. What, do you have anything? I, I'm the one I've heard is Silver Surfer. Yeah, he's so it's such a character tied to Galactus. Yeah, like doesn't it have to be like a big thing, like a Fantastic Four level type thing, or is Silver Surfer like too much of a side thing to lay his whole story out in the movies? I know, like um, we've seen Silver Surfer on screen already. Yeah, but I don't know if everyone knows his stees, like what he does. Yeah. Because um, what I could see a special on is like, because he goes around looking for planets for Galactus to eat. Maybe he goes upon a planet that he feels bad for, doesn't want to tell Galactus about it. Oh, okay. And kind of like saves it. And um, maybe he even defeats a, a villain that's on that planet. And then, you know, he leaves. And maybe Galactus knows that he does that or something. Just so there's, there's some kind of drama. Oh, okay. So like to... Because he is kind of a boring character when he's just like so stoic. Yeah. But he's having, like super powerful. Yeah. But but having like a flashbacks of him as a person, maybe he feels for the people or whatever. Right. Right. With his story about his, his world. Mm-hmm. I think his origin story would be pretty good special. Oh, yeah. That, that would be good. That'd be enough. Yeah. Yeah. In, Maybe Galactus is not seen in his whole thing, his whole beauty on presence. We'll save that for the movies, but, you know, he's threatened by something Mm -hmm. and he has to make a decision to become a herald. Yeah. I would like them to kind of like fast track the Galactus Silver Surfer stuff, like introduce him right in the first Fantastic Four movie already. Really? Because I want to see multiple heralds of Galactus. Yeah. I want to see maybe Silver Surfer get his freedom or, you know, quit by the end. So that way we can get like um, Cosmic Ghost Rider. (laughs) Already? Yeah. Okay, I, you just want to see him like break his surfboard. He's like, he's walking out of the office, <laughs> yeah. angry. I quit playing music. Mm-hmm. All right, I could see that. Um, I, I think about other characters. Could like a, a Bay Ray Bill one work? Right, af- maybe after the next Thor. Sure. Like uh, we introduce him, but then we get his whole backstory about his his world. Yeah, his people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be super cool. Yeah, I think that's what Marvel's planning to do. I think they um they realize that maybe too many projects. Uh, you we get fatigue and we just lose interest in a lot of them. So instead of a whole series, just like these one shots, could be a, a better way to introduce new characters instead of giving them six, ten, eighteen episodes. Here's an idea: all these Netflix characters coming yeah. in, maybe just give them a special, give them a right an hour long thing. Uh, maybe like an Electra special would be really fun. Yeah, a yeah. Foggy special, a Foggy's a Karen Page one. Yeah, yeah, How are the Duck one. That's what I want to see. I could see that happening actually. That's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> I, we've solved it. Crack the case again. <laughs> All right, uh, guys, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We have new episodes every week, and um, you won't want to miss it. Just hit that follow button. That's right. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast. We continue our conversation on all those platforms. Let's time travel, I was going to say future, but to the past, I think, with Terminator Sector War. Terminator Sector War.
We are doing this book today to celebrate the singularity. If you don't know what that is, that, that is the, uh, the theory of technology advancing so fast exponentially that it just takes over the world and just our, our robot overlords are taking over. Mm. And it happened. It's happening right now, I believe. Right. Do you think we would know it happened or we would just all of a sudden it's done? I, I think I think it's more like we envision it to just be like a, like a flip of a switch, like the like yeah. robots are walking into, you know, taking over right. like this. Yeah. But rather it's more or less uh, them slowly inching into the internet basically is what it is. Ah, okay. Yeah. And we're doing that. We're going to be uh, doing Terminator sector war in celebration of this like wave of ai are we trying to get on the good side yeah that's exactly who i want yeah we're you know we're, we're here celebrating you guys we're here taking up well, you guys are on top we're here we're sitting pretty we're with you do you remember um welcome uh patrick dempsey in transformers oh yeah i'm i want to be that guy he's gonna be on the winning side winning team here uh but I was looking for like a cool artificial intelligence comic book to pick. This seemed like a good one. Terminator, a, a classic movie. And this one got like pretty good reviews. Terminator, uh, Sector War. Um, yeah, like AI is everywhere now. I mean, w chat GPT, that's taken over. It's just in the news all over. I thought it'd be fun to do artificial intelligence. So I think version four of that just came out. It just got released, yeah. And during like the demo presentation or whatever, they really try to emphasize that it's not an AI. It's just uh, it's not. It's just a ver like um like a word um content uh, algorithm kind of thing. It's like Wordle. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Wordle is the thing that takes over the world? Wordle. Yeah. You have five more tries <laughs> <laughs> to save your the human race. Um, <laughs> Every day, Sarah Connor has to <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Uh, we're all just debating what, what's the best first word. Oh my god! <laughs> a do, it's a do. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're really trying to say like it's not an AI, but it's obviously an AI. <laughs> I, I guess it's the, how you define AI, right? Are they just like trying to skirt around that word because it's a neural network, right? I mean, yeah, it has it's like all these disparate things connecting to feedback and give a right. conversation back. Like a, have, it's like a conversation, right? Back and forth. Have, yeah. I have been exploring it a lot more. Oh, yeah. That and like the um, imagery AI and stuff the, like that. Dolly? Is that what you Dolly use? Dolly and there's some other ones. And um, obviously they want people to use it because you're just, the more you use it, the more you feed it, the more like data it uh, accumulates. Feedback, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been doing that. I, f I feel bad because I'm like, am I just, you know, throwing more gas into this fire? You, you don't like AI? You don't like the... You're worried about it taking over? I don't like AI if it replaces the job of human artists. Okay. Right? Specifically artists? Yeah. Okay. Like, if, if it does, like, you know, cover art or post art for something that normally a human would get paid to do, then yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I think it's, like, even more than just, like, traditional art. Yeah. I think, like architecture stuff like it has uh it can give a good try at that oh yeah and there's like other fields it's like it's not crap it's like mm. it's not a professional made right but it's like it, it can do some stuff you, you don't even think about your initial thoughts of things right yeah and then like oh, let me well, take my job soon well yeah i was gonna say what i'm i am okay with is that <laughs> it, does, my job. <laughs> it can do like coding and like yeah. you just tell it what you needed the outcome to be and it could do it and I, for that, I'm like, 
Well, that doesn't need a human touch. Okay. And, yes, and it if, does. And if it, I'm getting the result faster, more secure, and you know, it solves the problem, why why not for that? Whereas in art, you know, you're taking a, like it, it, there's no hu- human side to it. So there, you just you just don't see the forest for the trees with coding. I mean, it's coding. There, like, there's more. To there's it. a right way and a wrong way, and it's doing it the right it's, way. It's not how it is. <laughs> Also, yeah, there's no human error. That's, that's a thing too with with uh, the AI stuff. It's not always right. Sometimes it's wrong, right? Like you can just look up some of the things that spits out, and you're like, you have to fact check. It. Sometimes it's wrong. Sure, I don't think um, fact checkers should lose their jobs. <laughs> so everyone in the world, we're gonna have AI. You still need one guy to proofread and it. fact checkers. That's the that's the one job in the future. Yeah, so you better be good. You, you better know stuff. That's hey, with all this. Next time I have to write a high school persuasive essay, I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I guarantee you, no high schoolers writing anymore, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you use this? Absolutely. So, like, how are schools dealing with that? Is everyone just writing in person? Like, they have to do their work in person. That's interesting. So, yeah. All I'm doing. I, I'm sure there are tests where, like, you know, you have to write it in the classroom. Right. It's right. always been a thing. Yeah. But not everything is like that. Yeah. Back then. But I think you might have to switch to that. Yeah, I think so too. And people are just gonna have to try and figure out to copy on your phone while you're in class hide it yeah because even if you're like i hand wrote this paper at home you can just hand write what the thing typed out on screen absolutely yeah, yeah. you can just uh, put in the handwriting font <laughs> <laughs> just attach it to a 3d printer and then put the paper under <laughs> i will say um i don't mind it using that for like make me an outline of something sure or make me a, a plan for my study plan or something okay like that. yeah I'm okay with that. And that I don't think sense. I don't think that's cheating. Yeah. I think for that, like having a framework for what you're gonna do, I yeah. think that's really good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, not cheating. Also, maybe it could be for the creative side, maybe it could be like uh to get you out of like writer's block or out of uh, creative stump. I think maybe sure. it could even help in that way. I don't. I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it will. But I guess it could make you um quickly make you reference artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, you, that could be it. If you draw inspiration from what it spit out, I guess that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, we're gonna just be batteries in the future. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I want Chat GPT to do is make me an undefeatable killing machine. <laughs> 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 that I can send back in time to kill my enemies now. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to solve time travel. <laughs> could you do that? And also my English homework. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> that was the inspiration pick in this book. Terminator is a, g- a good movie and maybe prescient. <laughs> this uh, this comic, uh, Terminator Sector War, came out of Dark Horse Comics in 2018. We're just doing four issues, like the whole story basically. But I think it's a good read. Pick it up if you uh, kind of in the mood for like a... Like an old school 80s action movie. Um, it's maybe not even as deep as the other Transformers movies. It's kind of just action the it whole time. It does feel like watching an 80s movie. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it makes sense because it takes place in the 80s, this one too. But uh, a little bit about the creators. Uh, Brian Wood is our writer today. Uh, he has some... Uh, oh, it's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the font makes it the D and the O look the same. So I thought his name was Brian Woo. Woo. <laughs> It's like he's like celebrating. 
<laughs> like a Ric Flair. Right. Woo. Uh, he, he's worked on DMZ. We've done that comic. Uh, he's got some more um, creator-owned stuff like Demo or Northlander. But he's also worked on X-Men and Star Wars. Um, and he's also worked in the video game industry with uh, Rockstar Games and some TV pilots for AMC. Our artist today is Jeff Stokely, who uh, has done some work on The Spire and uh, Six Guns, Six Gun Gorilla. And then, uh, interesting enough, he he worked on some Jim Henson related stuff. Wow! So like Muppets, Muppets, or oh, Labyrinth specifically. Oh, Labyrinth. So Muppets, uh, like uh, puppets there too, and Killing Machines. So <laughs> the whole game. Similar. <laughs> So this is just gonna be telling another story uh, on the Terminator side. I think this is kind of like a, I guess, build, building on the mythos. It's the same time as I think the first Terminator. That was that yeah. also eighty four, mm-hmm. right? So the, this story takes place in New York City, and you know what it was like back then, right? It's just like you know, dingy kind of a, of a city, vibrant but also kind of not safe of a place back right. in the eighties. Um, and it's kind of the similar thing with Schwarzenegger in the first Terminator movie where. Um, a a robot Terminator teleports from the future. This this future of uh, apocalyptic feeling. We're taken over by by the the Chat GPT. <laughs> Chat GPT by Microsoft. Um, by, by Skynet and the, the, this other hulking uh, Terminator teleports naked in an alleyway in New York. Now this one, I would say. The way they draw it, it's not exactly in Schwarzenegger's likeness. Not at all. It's just yeah. like a big, almost scarier looking guy. He uh, he has really more of like a grim face, and but yeah. he's got like a slick blonde hair, and like like in the the first movie, he's lurching around naked, uh, walking these busy streets of New York. Right. He grabs some guy that's in a phone booth. Yeah. Um, a phone booth is a phone that you use in public that you have to pay money for. Pay money. <laughs> So how do you fit this phone booth in your pocket? <laughs> it doesn't take pictures or go on the internet and you have to push physical buttons. You have to use your hands. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes to the guy and he's like, give me all your clothes. And the guy is like, oh God. Like he, he already knows, like he looks back at him and he's huge. So it's like, I have to do it. <laughs> Dang it. He, he just folds immediately. He's just like, let me get on this call. And then he starts taking off his clothes and giving it to the guy. Yeah. I think it also it's like it's New York, you know. You just you're not surprised by anything at that point, type of thing. What I am surprised at is the Terminator is a foot taller than this guy, yet his clothes fit him. <laughs> <laughs> you're baggy on the guy. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but we meet our main character. Her name is Lucy Castro, and she's a cop in uh, the the South Bronx in uh, the NYPD, getting off a shift of like a busy long day. Uh, just about to clock out. Um, her chief, her superior, is like yelling at her, complaining about like her her work, right? Yeah. And she's already like, I'm done like an extra long shift. I want to leave. It, this is I, it's not what I signed up for kind of work, kind mm-hmm. of attitude. And then uh, she gets uh, a last minute uh, notice. Um, someone called in a disturbance at her address. So she's like... Great. Now I can't clock out. I have to go tend to this because it's like maybe it's something related to me. It's right. my house or my my apartment, and so she drives back home. And she already knows it's it's her stupid boyfriend that lives with her is just like causing a, a mess. And you can tell this guy is like a freeloading kind of guy. Like he, she's been working all day and he's like on the couch watching TV and she's like already fed up with him. Like, okay, you got to get out. It's we're done. Kind of yeah. thing. The call came from a woman he's cheating on her with yeah. at her house, at her apartment. <laughs> right. 
And then that woman is like leaving. And who grabs that woman but the Terminator? Because he thinks that is Castro. Uh, he look, looks down the hallway and sees Castro from far away. You can like pinpoint on her badge, Castro. So it's like, right. this. it's not this lady. It's that one in the police uniform. So she throws the other woman away. And he's approaching um, Castro. And you can see like his eyes are like the Terminator glowing red eyes. So she shoots it in the forehead and the bullet kind of just like bounces off and he like jerks up again and he's not hurt at all. She can't believe her eyes. This guy just like his face is bulletproof and then just lays at him shooting up uh, him down the hall and she's like running backwards trying to get away. He's just lurching forward through the stairs um, and she's yelling out at everyone like, get back, get back. This guy's crazy. It's very much like um, the Terminator movie where like, you, it's kind of like this haunting thing where he's like just slowly walking towards you. No matter what you shoot at him, he's not slowing down. And she's running back to the her apartment. She tells her boyfriend to get back in and lock the door. And then she, she goes rushes into her closet, pulls out a duffel bag, and it's like an arsenal in there. She has like a bunch of guns, shotguns, like the chain of bullets. Yeah, like the bandolier, right? She's right. He's qui- equipping up. And the boyfriend's like, come on, baby, baby. Let's talk about this. We don't right. have to break up. And then... Through the wall, like a gigantic hole in the wall, the Terminator grabs the boyfriend by the neck and just tosses him to the ground. She uses like, she has like an assault rifle now. Yeah. And she's just letting go, giving, this is the right term, the whole nine yards. Do you know that term? What is What What does that mean? When is, they say, give him the whole nine yards. Is that a football thing? It's a, no, because that would be 10 yards. Uh, nine yards is, um you know, when they had like the, the machine gun oh. with the bullets that would feed through the belt. The whole belt is nine yards. So when they say give him the whole nine yards, like, don't stop until you're out of bullets. Use the whole thing. Yeah. Oh. And she does that. And he has a bunch of bullet holes in him. And he's still walking towards her. She's in her apartment now and doesn't know what to do, but just takes her bag of of uh, guns and jumps out the window down the fire escape, running to her car. But then she sees like these like punks trying to rob her cop car. And uh, they took her radio. Right. Um, the punks and stuff, they, it looks it reminds me of Rumble in the Bronx. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan? Yeah. Does this happen in there? I mean, that's, that's what they look like. Oh, like, like... Like the gang he has to fight. Mohawks? Yeah. <laughs> and now she can't call in for backup or anything. Um, the Terminator reaches her down at the, the ground and grabs her and just throws her against her cop car, smashing the window. She's like curled up on the ground and she can't do anything except roll over like a flash grenade. And that gigantic flash at least uh, stunts the the Terminator and she's able to jump in her cop car, turn it on and drive away, uh, back uh, way into to some safety. But it's still like New York, right? Like there's the the subway streaming down the, the, the street and everything is just like kind of dark. It's it's night already. She's she's like panicking, walking back and forth like, did I see what I just saw? This guy is bulletproof and is trying to kill me. Um, and she recalls something the Terminator said, which is like, we, we're we coming for your daughter. And right. she doesn't have a daughter. She's what she's thinking like, do I have a daughter in the future or something? Like what's going on? She goes to a, a bodega. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she does um, a pregnancy test. Yeah. And that's when she realizes, yes, I am pregnant. And the the Terminator is after not necessarily her, but her baby mm-hmm. that's still inside of her. 
And while she's in the bathroom taking the test, she hears the Terminator follow her and now um, is like right on her heels again. So she has to like run out the back and now she's on foot trying to escape this thing. As the Terminator kind of uh, gives her the whole spiel about the the resistance will rise against Cyberdyne, the, the Skynet, and uh, your daughter will be with uh, John Connor trying to take over uh, for the human race. So she's like running on foot, right? And she has nowhere to go but like the even more like seedy part of town. Like it looks like no one lives here. It's just the grimy part of the punk. Yeah. The punk, 80s the punk homeless time. and the drug addicts and stuff. And um, the Terminator hijacks uh, a full of graffiti, like trash garbage truck. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's driving around. And um, Castro now is like, trying to like, call anyone but like no one's picking up it's also like probably like middle of night at like 3 a.m or something exactly yeah um she's giving like the 411 to her chief about what's going on and um she has to have a conversation with her ex-boyfriend because apparently that's the dad right so there's right. there's like a whole thing that she has to like she, she can't even believe what she's saying now that there's like a guy that's bulletproof attacking her and somehow knows something about the future right so she's in this like the only thing that's open is like this nightclub or like there's like a punk rock concert going on so it's super loud and she's trying to like use the phone there to call anybody and the terminator finds her and he's in that garbage truck right he just barrels that truck straight through the wall and like into the whole crowd of of people there lucky for her there is a one of the bouncers actually a a uh, a cop that's just doing like a night job on the side right and he's like don't worry i got him and he shoots the terminator but th- again he just like bounces off these bullets and the Terminator, like, annihilates this guy with a shotgun. <laughs> this is all within, like, one page. Yeah. So I thought, like, okay, this is the guy that's, like, going to help her. And then he's killed himself, I think, by the end of the page. <laughs> she's finally getting some help. Yeah. Uh, and she's f- curled up in a corner freaking out, but she has to run out the back of the nightclub. Um, and again, the Terminator is looking at these uh, these puny humans. He's just like, insufficient power. Yeah. Right. Oh. I think she steals that guy's cop car. Yeah. Because she's in a police car now. And she's being chased by the Terminator in a garbage truck, who literally just went through the building with a truck, like out of the back wall, crashed through that wall. And now she's set up like um, the tire chains to like pop the tires. Oh, yeah. So hopefully like slow this guy down, trap this guy. And she like draws her rifle on him, but seems like nothing stops him. Um, he's just getting out of the truck and she's also in the even like worst part of town as she's circled around by the, the gangbangers of the area. And they're just talking to her like, hey, baby cop. They're like right. kind of trying to sweet talk her. It's like, do you know where you're at right now? You, do you see the tags in the graffiti? You know you know what, what it is, right? What time it is. Right. Like regular cops don't go here. And now she's there. And it's almost like she doesn't care that these thug guys are around her. She's still like looking out for the Terminator. And he comes out of the rubble of the the garbage truck, so she starts shooting it. And at this point, he his skin is all burnt up that you could see the metal under him, yes. the metal skeleton. And all the thugs are like, "What is that thing?" So they start <laughs> shooting at him too. And still, all of them combined does not slow this thing down. And she's talking to the gangbangers like, "Okay, I need to see your boss, Papa Oso." So the <laughs> the that's it's actually her plan was to f- find these guys that have like a legit crime operation, 
and use them against this guy. Like she, she's got a deal in her head. She needs to see the the crime lord. Because he, they literally took over like a building, right? Yeah. Like that's their base, and now it's not Terminator anymore. Now it's like the raid. Exactly. <laughs> a whole tower, uh, and she has to have like this meeting. She's. Um, she's stuck there in, in front of Papa Oso. And uh, this guy is like a big, fat guy with this... He doesn't have a shirt on, but he's got like a, a vest jacket with mm-hmm. like a fur uh, shawl on. Right. Uh, carrying around like an axe for some reason. And he's saying like, you know, this is my... Like base is my area. My, my establishment. If if it was like a ne- normal time and the cops showed up, we would have just kill them on sight. But, you know, we know this thing is after you, so... Why should we protect you, right? And he's, he's trying to, like, get her to make a deal with him. She explains that, I know you're kind of in this sticky situation now. There's a case on you, and it sounds like there's some uh, criminal evidence that's right. in our, our precinct. I, I can make that go away, maybe. And Papa was like, okay, I like your, I like your, uh, your deal here. And she's like, okay, if I help you, you help me, right? right? Basically, if I help you take out this thing coming at you, that that evidence is gonna go bye bye. Right. And she goes, he was like, do we have a deal? And she's screw you. Yes, we have a deal, but still, screw you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad, he's a bad guy, right. bad criminal. So now they literally have like a fortress. Like there's guys camping out every window. They have like RPGs now, right? Yes. This is a war zone now. And as the Terminator, we see like what he sees, which is like that red vision. And he's like scanning the building and he sees like everybody there like prepared. So he just like is walking towards the building and it's like lasers shooting at him. Like everyone's just unloading their bullets on him and his skin, his clothes. It's almost like just melting off of him as he walks towards the building. And he's like, the waiting is over (laughs) as he's just walking slowly towards the building. I want to ask, do they in the movies, do they ever bring up his accent as Austrian? I don't think so. He, I mean, the first one, he barely talks. Like, literally, like, five lines max or something right. like that. It's like a monster movie thing. They, they, they yeah. don't want to make him too real. Right. And then the second one, they don't bring it up, and he talks more. But I think maybe he... His accent is not as thick as it was in the first one. Oh, really? Maybe he's just acted a bit more. It's also like ten years apart. Is it? Oh, I didn't know like that. that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thinking like if I'm John Connor, kid John Connor. Yeah. I'm gonna be making fun of him. Like, why is, <laughs> why are you Austrian? <laughs> like, did, are all robots Austrian? Do they have that accent? You know, like it's like where they make them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't come up in the movie at all. Uh, any? Do you think this one has that kind of uh, accent? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, he's not. Doesn't look like Schwarzenegger per se, but of the same like Maybe cut from the same cloth region. Yeah. I think it, you you can program it to say any kind of accent. I think it'd That's be kind true. of cool. Make make him Japanese or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a white guy, but yeah, why not? Sure. Um, but again, he's he basically he's like just taking the elevator to the top floor to to meet up with. Uh, Castro and and the gangbangers um, but all, all the gangbangers are in the hallway waiting for him to enter. Castro's at the back, just like, uh, got a gun ready, looking at them like, this is actually a bad position right now. This is not a good move. She's like saying like, I know Papa also's got the real, like, um, explosives, real guns. Right. Where's, where's that at? Right. So she goes to another floor, right? And that's where the Terminator gets off on. And he exits the elevator and I guess she's painted like arrows like this way like this is where I'm at yeah so he's following it 
And so he's just, again, like walking through the doorways, lurching slowly. And then Lu- Lucy, the uh, Castro, turns around once he enters and shoots the C4 that's surrounding the whole wall. And just a gigantic, gigantic explosion erupts as she just uh, runs out the that room. She's like pushed out. Like it, the explosion is so big, she's thrown out the room onto the, like the fire escape on the outside. And she climbs back into the room, into the building. It's like rubble now, smoke, debris everywhere. And the Terminator is still there. Like the smoke settles and you start to see his silhouette, but it's not the Terminator like with skin anymore. It's the, just completely the metal skeleton holding a shotgun. It is just the metal endoskeleton, not the living <laughs> tissue. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he's still got the shotgun ready for her and she's like uh, I, I I don't care what you are I just want to see my daughter so meaning my future daughter that she's going to have Yeah. and she kind of ju- does like a Hail Mary shot because it's like right in front of her so she jumps off the, the stairwell down to the to almost like hella floors down but luckily she lands on like a pile of like um, of I mean, rubble that's like, soft or whatever. I don't I know. Think it's like sandbags. Yeah. Which, uh, yeah, there's a robot from the future trying to kill you. This is more unbelievable. <laughs> she survives and just like rolls yeah. it off. Not only she survives, she's also pregnant and the baby survives. Yeah. She just walks out of there. She just like lands and then rolls and then runs away. Uh, but <laughs> the all the gangbangers are still attacking the Terminator up there, and I think this was a really really cool shot. Is like they have like these chains that are trying to like he's got the Terminator by the neck, but still he's like just smushing the faces of these guys into right. the wall. Because he has, doesn't care about these guys. He's only after Castro. So he just continues to march away as he's just like crushing these guys, anyone that's in his path. They're stabbing it with like knives. They're like, eh, eh, eh. And it's like, <laughs> what is that going to do? Yeah, no, it's right? a robot. Um, but uh, she she gets out of the that whole tower and she makes her way to the, the subway yards and tries to get into the tunnels of the subway to get, get some cover. And so you can imagine how creepy this is, right? Like the dark tunnel. She's just clinging to the walls. There's rats at her feet as the, the Terminator is like uh, doing a noise analysis and following her into the tunnel. Right. It, it can see like in the dark. So it sees that she's still down at the end of the tunnel, even though she can't see anymore. She's like escapes by squeezing through this narrow pathway that the Terminator, I guess, wouldn't fit through. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it's like the the new subway that they're building. So it's just still like the rubble, mm-hmm. but it's not a fully working subway yet. And she's in there and they got like the bulldozers and stuff in there. And like the Terminator has made its way around somehow. And now it's in front of her. Uh, she's She's got the shotgun straight at her face. And uh, he's like, begging is futile. And she can't say anything except, but, but don't. And she like pushes the the shotgun out of her face and kind of like shoulders it, like pushes it under her armpit to get get in the, get it away from the Terminator. And she takes like a crowbar and stubs it into the, the, the back of the Terminator, tries to break it in there and it's slowing him down. But again, he can just pull it out and break it in his hands. She runs all the way to the edge of the cliff now, like... It's like, I'm guessing like the the river already on the other side of this cliff. And she's led the Terminator there and she somehow is able to sneak around it and into one of those like bulldozers, right? And she rams the bulldozer and pushes the Terminator over the edge, but it's like caught in between the fencing and the bulldozer. So she's just like flooring and she's screaming, trying to get this thing uh, over the edge. And uh, slowly, steadily it breaks and... Um, the all of it, the the the, the truck, the Terminator, and her go dive.
diving into the ocean, um, just swoosh straight into the water. But she's able to to climb out of the truck, except she does feel the terminus hands at her feet. It grabs her ankle, and she's like screaming, and she's able to like kick it away. And she swims up, and she looks down, and we see that the Terminator, it's still there. I think it's still there and still alive, but it's pinned by the bulldozer and can't get out anymore. Yeah, and I guess it's stuck there at the bottom of the the ocean. She's able to um, climb out of the the water, and uh, it's kind of the the start of the dawn, and she's kind of uh, made it. She's kind of survived. She she's like literally like beat up on the subway, like can barely walk, but no one cares, right? Everyone else on the subway is just like minding their own business. Yeah. She gets back to her apartment. Remember those punk guys are like messing with her car? It's like completely stripped now <laughs> by the morning. And she is a woman of her word. When she gets back to the police station, the first thing she does is get rid of that evidence for Oso. Wow. Okay. Um, so she does that. Um, she's uh gets cleaned up and everything. Um, and she's kind of having like thoughts to herself, like what's the next move really here, right? Like, uh, apparently my daughter's important to the future, and she overhears on the news like some big thing that happened in L.A., which is, of course, the story of Sarah Connor, right? Right. And everyone's like watching the news and this big like disaster that happened in L.A. And what she does is she searches the name Sarah Connor finds her information and quits the NYPD and goes straight to Port Authority and her goal now is to find Sarah Connor. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's the end of the story, right? Kind of like a side thing. Uh, for the Terminator franchise. I thought that was pretty good. I, you know, it's not that deep, but it's a fun action thing. This would be a great, like, spinoff movie, like, that is more, like, lower budget, but more action-packed, kind of. Yeah. Uh, if you think about it, it's maybe, like, how, like, Aliens 2 was just an action thing where Aliens 1 right. was, like, a deep thing. Right. Um, I, I like that. Uh, and the Terminator franchise is such a mess nowadays. Like, I, yeah, I don't even know what it is anymore. 1 and 2 are pretty good. 2 is an amazing movie, but it's just, like, everything is just, like, a hard reset every movie. Are you kidding me? I didn't watch the two more recent ones. Uh, Genesis. And what's the other one? Dark Fate. Dark Fate. I didn't watch those. Dark Fate was fine. It was not bad. Did it, I mean, does it do anything to change the story? Uh, it's just like a different person that's important to the resistance, I think, also. Okay. It's not that... You don't need to watch it. Okay. Because in this comic book... Um, Lucy Ortega, her daughter becomes like a surgeon to save John Connor when he gets hurt or something. Like a big thing. So that's why the Terminator is after her. So I think that was a great idea. Like we don't always have to go after John Connor or Sarah Connor. We can go after other characters that have connections to the resistance of the future. Yeah, he's apparently such a big person, like John Connor. But I mean, he's the leader. Isn't there more of people in the future still? Uh, Yeah, someone's got to be in the resistance. (laughs) So I I think this uh, is a great comic. I would love to see it even like just like a even a TV series on like HBO Max or something or I guess Disney Plus because is it a Fox property? Possibly, yeah. I think like a a street to streaming a whole movie would be pretty good. I think that's the right ballpark you want to shoot for. Not promise too much, like a like a Dark Fate or Genesis, where like it has to, re, you know, right. James Cameron doesn't have to be tied to it. It doesn't have to be yeah. so much of a big deal. But maybe Terminator is a type of thing you kind of we don't have to make more. Also. I, I like how it takes place at the same time as the original Terminator. So that's they're, true. They're happening at the same time. We just don't know this one as well as the one that happened in the movie. So that's kind of interesting. I love that. That it's in New York too like that yeah. adds an element of like kind of fear right. of a, there's a difference uh, uh, such a 
you know dangerous time there too. Right. Uh, and maybe a different Terminator that's maybe just as big, but a different personality would be interesting. Exactly. If yeah. they have a personality at all. I don't know why they use Arnold Schwarzenegger as like the template. Oh, in the, in the, in the story. In the story? Yeah. Uh, he just looks, maybe they, the robots are Mr. Olympia fans. <laughs> <laughs> They've seen Pumping Iron one too many times. The Skynet, right? Yeah. Because uh, in the other movies, they use other other people. Right, yeah. There's like a woman one in Terminator 3. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think Gabriel Luna plays the, the Terminator in that one. Yeah. And there's also, yeah, in the second one, there's a different guy. There's an, right. Right, so. Yeah. There's a, I think they have different molds. Yeah. Um, I like the Terminator franchise. I like Terminator Salvation. Most people hate it. I, oh, yeah. I like it. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty it, did it have a good climax, though? I remember liking the world of, like, whoa, we're finally in the future of this yeah. franchise. I, l- I wish they went with an alternate ending, but I'm not going to spoil what happens. But I like the idea of what they had with Sam Worthington's character. Yeah. He was half human, half Terminator, and he didn't know he was half Terminator. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Maybe he could have like banked on this franchise more. Sure. He's a, he's a franchise guy now. <laughs> yeah, I think he's fine with Avatar. He's like, I- this is the money I need. Yeah, not Terminator. <laughs> Uh, of course, I don't want this to... I want the AI to win, just putting that out <laughs> <laughs> to our overlords in the future. Uh, you know, I'm on your side. <laughs> the art was also really good in this book, you and could, the yeah. coloring too, because it's mostly at night, but still the coloring was pretty um, on like on point, like vibrant at some points. Absolutely, like the, the flashing lights of the city. Yeah. But also like the art is like the speed lines. It just feels yeah. so fast right. with this guy like tossing everyone around. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely feels like an action movie. Absolutely. Um, that was Terminator Sector War. Let's get into side stories. Not much of an update on my side, to be honest. Been both like busy and also lazy at the same time. But okay. uh, I've uh, just updates on things that I've been doing uh, already. I've been just like playing Hogwarts Legacy like mm. nonstop. It's so fun. Is I, it? it was a good gift. Yeah, I really like it. I'm just like getting enraptured being in the Hogwarts world again. It's so cool. Are you like the best wizard yet? Uh, yeah, I have yeah. A, a, a dragon jacket. Um, I have a wearing a helmet. So just look at me. I, I look really. I'm probably the best <laughs> wizard. <laughs> but it's 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 really fun. It, it you just feel the the flying through the air. I figured out how to pull out my broom. That was a big thing. What do you mean? Is that like a basic thing? I didn't know that for like a long time. I'm just walking everywhere. You skip broom class? I I figured I I did that class, but it didn't it didn't show the mechanics to pull it out. <laughs> Oh my god! And then I found it, and it's so fun flying around on your broom. It's so good. So anywhere you can just go anywhere now. I can go anywhere, um, except for the places I can't go. There's parts that are blocked okay. off until the levels level is open. Okay. Um, but yeah, I've just been playing that a whole lot. There's like a you know so many things unlock collectibles mm. that it's just like firing off my monkey brain. Like I just want to keep playing. I'm stuck in trying to like unlock every single thing, get every single jacket or whatever. So you're not even doing like the missions. Uh, the side things just rolled me in. I'm taking so long doing the story because uh, the the side things. Yeah, and it it has like a meter of like how much percentage you are done on the actual main quest. So I think I'm actually close to done. I'm playing it a lot. Oh, um, but there's other things in it too that like you can collect. You have like a whole room to yourself that I'm making my own. It's like you know how much you were like involved in like No Man's Sky for for a while. You just fell into the game. I'm kind of in that with with Hogwarts Legacy now. So I was not that into it. It sounds like you're into this way more. Really? Oh, 
Well, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. I didn't have a cool dragon jacket. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you didn't unlock that in No Man's Sky yet? <laughs> um, yeah, there's like also beasts. So it's getting into the fantastical beasts side of things too. That's, that's, I'm really enjoying that. Um, but that's just a little update on that. Um, I found a new hobby too, which is making personal pizzas. Okay. That's that's my side. My real side story this week is I've I've been trying to bake or actually air fry uh, pizzas now, just because I, I don't know. I just really like pizzas. I'm figured out. I'm I'm still in the experimental phase of trying to figure out how to make a pizza. Okay, walk me through the process. So you, you go to Safeway and you get the, <laughs> you buy a frozen pizza. You, get, <laughs> you put that in the oven. No, I. Uh, well, they do have like the dough that's already made for you. That, okay. that's what I'm getting in, in the little bag that's already. It's like a ball of dough. It's, right? it's just a ball of dough already that I and I'm just chopping up into fourths and then making personal pizzas because that's, that's the way. I like it and it's kind of honestly hard to work with because I can't get it that flat I don't know know, what I'm doing wrong it's not that many ingredients you should just make your own dough I don't know why you think so it's like flour and water right I I don't know the science behind this all of this um, do you need these the only thing is like you have to let it rise a little bit I think oh you gotta like leave it in the in the fridge right Uh, or just cover it covered in uh, the saran wrap or whatever something like that yeah maybe okay that's the next that's how I level up right yeah I gotta work towards that I gotta get the basics down but uh so far it's been a disaster (laughs) (laughs) they've been coming out like like they've been like blown up at a certain point like they pop so like like they look like they're like balloons at one point and i just like kind of crush them down into into flat pizzas but they taste great Uh, they taste is on point i'll I'll give i'll give myself that they taste really good i kind of just like burned them to a crisp so that you really get that like kind of crunch and burnt even tomato taste that's that's the best part so what's your ideal pizza is it the thin crispy crust when i have it ordered i like the fluffy kind of big bready pizza and like layers of cheese on it that's that's kind of how i like it but i'm going for more of the thin pizzas with this uh, that's just what I'm going for. That's the, the style I want to try and make. Okay. And I can't get it flat for some reason. I'm doing something wrong. I don't, I, maybe I need really need to toss it. Yeah. Cause I'm just doing, cause I'm doing fourths, right? I can't really, it's not big enough to toss. So, uh, the big, Wait, if, what do you mean you're doing fourths? I cut the, the dough that I get into, yeah. into fourths okay. and then I'm making a small pizza. Okay. So that's, that's, that's maybe the wrong move there. Um, I think it'd be fine. You just, you gotta figure it it's out. It's too elastic. You think? Yeah. It bounces back too much. So I'm just there like for like 10, 15 minutes trying to get it flat and it looks like the, when I started. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I, I really got to start from zero, huh? Put my own water and- Do you have a rolling pin? No. Uh, I'm really just uh, MacGyvering this. I, I put two plates together. I put the pizza in the middle and try to smush it down to try and get like it a flat. Tortilla. Yeah. And it, it, that was the best so far. <laughs> best <laughs> attempt at a pizza so far. Uh, honestly, the, my pizzas taste great already. I just need to okay. get, get it presentable. So when I open my shop, I can really, the, the, the mm. orders are going to go ahead fast, uh. especially with this platform, right? With my, this commercial that I'm, yeah. Yeah. It, it's really, this is the grind phase, right? <laughs> Daniel's burnt air fried pizza. Pizzeria. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the the best pizzas are made in an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, do you um, poke holes in your pizza? Dough? Poke holes? You're supposed to do that? Oh my gosh! See, there you go. What do you mean? Is that really a thing that I didn't know about? When you go to Mod or any pizza place, when they roll out the dough and flatten it, I know Mod Pizza has the roller with like little 
perforated things in it to punch holes in it. The the pricks. Yeah, and I think that when you you give air things little um, grooves or whatever. It gives it ability to stay flat because it, it doesn't pop. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't form bubbles. Pull back. Oh, but not only that, they also have the machine that like presses it flat. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm work. I'm. It's this is basically a David versus Goliath type thing here. When how are you gonna take down Mod uh, Pizza? Mod Pizza, right? Domino's. I'm, I'm on your butt. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Try a just take a fork and poking holes on the dough on the. Uh, I think it's both sides, but maybe just the bottom. I'm it's a sure. it's a learning process. I, I'm taking notes. You've been right doing this now. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it perfect. This, this was like I made like four personal pizzas. It's not that much, oh but God. I honestly think this is pretty fun. I'm gonna continue doing it. All right, what are we what are we talking toppings here? It's just straight uh, mozzarella and <laughs> pepperoni. Uh, that's all I'm adding on it. But uh, and and then like leaves of basil. Oh, and, okay. And I, I just like kind of layer in there. I have to make sure not to leave the basil on top because with the air fry, it really gets it's too crispy. It's basically like a by the time I pull it out, it's like a chip or something. It's so crispy. Yeah, yeah. I got to put it in the tomato sauce with yeah. with the liquid yeah learning process every every step you know oh, so you've burnt uh, it before yeah <laughs> um, i'm learning things i'm this is this experimental phase i'm like i'm like a wozniak in the garage right now trying to build a pizza all right you need a steve jobs for this <laughs> yeah the design guy yeah that's exactly what i need the, the guy to make it fancy make it look good a good ui to my pizza right exactly <laughs> Um, so like you're not doing anything from scratch necessarily uh, from scratch I'm opening up the can from scratch I'm opening up the <laughs> bag of cheese <laughs> you're just like one step removed from buying a frozen pizza and it's, I know it's unbelievable how much better it is than that okay right? okay you're you're thanks why thanks uh, compliment why not use the oven that's that's the next thing I just because I'm lazy and it's like the air fries so much faster yeah but the oven uh, I think I'm gonna try that I'm gonna try that next and I'm gonna make a whole pizza next okay. I'm gonna use the whole Whole dough. Ooh, I'm graduating. Stepping up. I'm stepping up, and then but uh, it's gonna be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go back to the drawing board. I'm, I'm eyeing one of those um, wood shovels. Yeah, I, wood shovels. Yeah, the thing that they 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 used to oh take, the, yeah put the pizza for an air fryer in, into the oven. <laughs> for an air fryer, I need a miniature one of those. <laughs> I wanted to get the the pizza oven thing that burns wood chips. It's like a wood block or what? What is it like? No, no, it's like an actual metal oven. Oh, it's the oven itself. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That you have to use like outdoors. I saw on um, Ryan Reynolds' uh, tour yeah. on the Letterman show. He had one of those. It's like this yeah. is what rich people do. They have they have pizza ovens outside it's in their backyard. Like expensive one. Yeah, but I'm saying like when I'm rich, that's one of the things I'm gonna have is okay. a pizza oven. Sure. That's that's on my bucket list. Like my rich list. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Not an air fryer. No, no. I'm gonna graduate from that by then. I mean, I have a booming pizza business by then. You know, I'm gonna have my own. What pizza. about like making your own pizza sauce? Like you're just using from a jar. Like why don't you get some tomatoes and I see. Yeah, I suppose I could blend open that up, up put some uh, <laughs> a can of diced tomatoes and use that to make sauce. <laughs> you mean like a real tomato? They make those nowadays. What, what, all right. What is the like your plan? Next steps to improve it. Other toppings. Um, but I'm honestly I'm kind of like the the weirdo when it comes to toppings on your pizza. Like I like anchovies on my pizza. I'm that guy. Yeah, put put anchovies. Put anchovies. Okay, I'll give that a try. Uh, but I actually also want to put other vegetables, mm. uh, olives. I like olives on pizza. Mushrooms. No, hard no. 
I also like the like、uh, tomatoes on the pizza, like slice, like not slice, <sighs> but like diced tomatoes on the pizza. All right. Yeah. No. Are you think? No. So I think the more、um, toppings you put, the more it'll stay flat. Yeah. Yeah, but all, that's that's another disaster. I didn't talk about is I added like so much cheese one time, so much sauce. I thought, I mean, it's gonna be so good. <laughs> yeah. Just like pouring it on there, like I did multiple layers of sauce and cheese.、Oh, yeah. And then like a layer of pepperoni to hold it all together. Like in a deep dish. Yeah. And then and then when I pulled it out, it's it didn't cook the bread enough. The the dough. Yeah. It was like the bottom was like. Soft, right?、Uh, it can't get there. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta cook it upside down. That, that's why they make crispy, they thin crispy pizzas、so、that cooks all the way through. You、yeah. learn things. You learn things. I didn't study in Italy. Okay, <laughs> I didn't take a year off and learn from an old lady how to make pizza. Imagine you go to Italy, and be like, "Where's your air fryer?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's like I think it's like my new hobby now. All right, when you have a nice looking one that tastes good, let me know so I can taste it. Yeah, you refuse to taste mine so far. They didn't even look like pizza. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so basically calzones. I didn't know what you asked me to eat. So I said no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, when I when I arrive at a good looking one, I'll, I'll show you. I'll、okay. show it off. Yeah. Well, I'm good luck. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't even like have flour in your dough when you were trying to roll it. That's an, yeah. So I learned that too. That was like my third pizza. <laughs> I, you can add flour afterwards on top. You're supposed to. Yeah.、Hmm. <laughs> you get things. We're learning here. We're learning. We're both learning. All right.、Um, I have been enjoying. Um, not video games, but board games lately. Oh yeah, I got two of them.、Uh, one I bought, one was a gift. The one I bought was、um, a Marvel version of the game Flux, which is a card game that、um, I would say the more people you have, the better. Yeah, it's an interesting game. I think it's like two to six, but ideally four at least. Yeah, we were playing with just the two of us. Yeah, and it was a little too random. Um, you, it's a game where like there's a goal, a card that has a goal, and it might be like collect these two cards, and as soon as you have those two cards, you win the goal. But easy, there, right? There's a hundred, like not maybe hundreds, but dozens of goal cards, so the goal is constantly changing. Yeah, right. And and because of that, and because there's only two of us playing, I feel like there's no. There's no deep strategy to it. I think there's no、uh, spontaneity because it's just you're just screwing over the other person. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, man, just get lucky that you have these two cards. It could feel kind of long too, because at a certain points you could be like drawing a lot of cards. Yeah, or not. You're, you're, there's, you're holding like half the deck sometimes. It's a lot to manage. Yeah. So I would say that is. Fun. I don't know if the other because I got the Marvel version. Oh yeah. So I don't know if the other versions of it or the original、um, Plane Flux has a different game mechanic or is, has more strategy to it. But for me, this one is、um, kind of like there's one only one strategy, and it's just like get lucky that you have the cards when you need it.、Hmm. So、um, you're literally just up. To the luck of the draw, yeah, because there's cards like change the rules of yeah, the whole game, right? So it's like you're trying to use those cards to speed up the game or slow down the game, depending、yeah. on if you're winning or not, right? And I think the more people have, the more、um, goals that individual goals that people are trying to achieve, right? Yeah. So the game, the way the game plays, constantly changes. But since there's only two of us, it's just constantly going back and forth, like. 
draw a card, draw a card, play a card, draw a card. Yeah. And you could be stuck in this like format where it's just so long. Yeah. Yeah. Like a game could be five minutes. It could be 50 minutes. Yeah, it could be. Very yeah. cool. It could be because you'll just re- reshuffle the deck. Right. So that is an okay game. I would like to try it more with, um, with more people. Mm-hmm. The other game is the popular Villainous series of games. Yeah. Uh, I was gifted the Star Wars version of it, uh, which is um, obviously it's the villains of the Star Wars universe. The dark side. <laughs> so you got your Vaders, your Kylo Ren's, your General Grievous, and then you got uh, Mon... Moff Gideon. Moff, I was going to say Mon Moff. Right? <laughs> Moff Gideon. And, the true villain. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, Sausage. Sir J. Vengeance. I forgot her name. Sazentris. Yes. Um, and then I like this game. It is fun, yeah. A lot. Because um, even with just two players, it's fun. Uh, you have your individual board, like a board game, but you have your own. And yeah. on there, you just play on there. You, your character moves around on that. And then each each character of those five characters, whichever one you pick, has their own kind of goal. Mission. To accomplish. First one to accomplish wins the game. Um, and then you have your own deck of cards, two decks. That one you draw, and then the other one the opponent draws for you and decides which like bad card to give you because it's like against you kind of cards. Yeah, like some type of like hero you have to fight, right? Or just some type of crappy effect on you. Yeah. So this game I really enjoy. I already like because it's Star Wars, but the the gameplay of it is very fun. That I want to try other versions of this villainous because I know it's a, a Disney owned property. So like all the Disney stuff, like there's there's a Marvel one. I want to even try if like the Disney one's fun. Oh yeah, like the Disney movies, right? Yeah, like, um, Maleficent. Those those villain right. characters, right? Jafar. Jafar. Yeah, um, I, I want to try to get the Marvel one. Scar. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I really enjoy it. And because um, there's only two of us playing, but there's multiple characters that have different goals, it's kind of fun each time. You pick a different character, and then you it's a different game almost. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole different mission that you have, taking up a different character. Uh, it's really fun, but then it since they're different missions, they could be varying in difficulty, and you could just like pick the easier one or the harder one. Yeah, honestly, the harder ones are funner, but they're harder. Like you're probably gonna lose. I think what it is is you got to know how each character plays, yeah, so that you know how to play against them. True. Because one character like um, is it's kind of a little easier to get to their goal. So I think you the opponent has to play those bad cards more frequently against them to slow them down to slow them down to, yeah. like not get through the, the, yeah. the pa- their pack of cards yeah deck of cards yeah which means you know maybe you have to play slower too because that's taking up one of your like turns kind of yeah and the other one is like you kind of want those bad cards on you because it's like you need those to win basically right defeating those bad cards is part of the goal yeah so maybe you feed that character less with those bad cards yeah yeah and there, there's a lot of these tokens you have to collect to activate it to continue on right you know it's it's not the most hard difficult to pick up board game but uh maybe there's like some reading to do there, there's we had some arguments about some of the rules as right. we're playing yeah so it's that's always fun but i think once you know the rules the then the strategy kicks in and then it's very fun yeah yeah and i also like i think because you play on your own individual board right and you have your own pieces 
that you could mix and match. Like I could play the Star Wars one, and you could be playing a Marvel one. Could you? Oh, because they don't they don't cross each other. Like you, I I don't play my cards on your deck or, or anything like that. So we could you could be playing different versions together. Okay, I didn't know that. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to I would pick Thanos or Loki against. Mm. Uh, Who would win, Thanos or Darth Vader? I think Darth Vader. I mean, I think Thanos. He doesn't have the all the stones yet. He's just Thanos. I'd still pick him. He's got a whole army. He's got the Black Order. Oh, what does Darth Vader have? <laughs> uh, he's got a, a a son that he kind of cares about. So <laughs> kind of cares about. He he changes changes his heart at the end. So Thanos means it. Okay. All like, right. <laughs> Um, I I really enjoy the games. Obviously, I, it sounds like I like villainous way more. Yeah, I think uh, you you won like every time. Yeah, I, I think you get um tunnel vision in oh, your your gameplay. You're picking up on my strategy now. Okay. Yeah, well. you've lost every time. <laughs> I'm picking the harder ones, and they are fun though. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I I want to get more of the villainous games. Um, I I really like when I saw the box. I think the box art huh. doesn't leave much. The desire from the game like you don't even see how the game is played on the box and um for a while i thought it was a puzzle <laughs> for a long time i thought it was a trivia game oh yeah yeah i thought it was a trivia game yeah like oh questions about villains yeah that's what i thought but um it is fun and i, I wonder why they can't go with like heroes yeah heroes is that a word <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, it's, it sucks that it's only Disney property because mm-hmm. there's other things I would like to see use this game mechanic like a DC of course or um, uh, like a Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones style villainous yeah game. that could work totally yeah every character would be okay in villainous for Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty Joffrey yeah yeah worst one you could put like generational, like because in this is generational. You could put you know House of Dragons in it too. House of Dragons. Who's the villain in that? Um, the crab guy. There's it's, not that didn't really have villains, right? It's just kind of just yeah. There's the like the foot guy. Yeah, that's the get, foot guy. Oh, the one with no foot guy. Yeah, yeah. But isn't that, that shows like kind of just everyone's out for themselves, right? The the queen is she a villain? The queen? Hmm. Oh no, she's she's just eye patch guy's kind of a villain. Eye patch guy. Her son. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I really enjoy those games. If you need a new board game, I'd say try those villainous games. They're fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I, I had fun too. I might win one day. I don't think so. <laughs> All right. If you guys haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We're a weekly comic book podcast, and we'll be back next week. So you won't want to miss it. Just hit that follow button in your podcast app. And you definitely can keep updated on all things Reader Copy on all the social medias like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at the Reader Copy Podcast. All right. We'll be back next week. Until then, Daniel, can you please hit him with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,